Welcome, everyone. I'm Sandra Bargeman. A few years ago, I wrote and performed a solo show called The Edge of Every Day, which was an exploration of the rough edges and contradictions we all face and grapple with. The show hit a nerve, and the relevance of the topic would only grow over time more than I could have foreseen. So, here we are. Real talk with real people, sharing stories and perspectives that spark provocative invitations to leap out of what's safe. On the edge of every day. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. We are live in the hive. Thank you for joining me on this, the 46th episode of The Edge of Every Day here on talkradio.nyc. For those of you who have become loyal listeners, thank you, thank you so much for spending time with me and my guests. Our numbers keep growing and I have you to thank. I couldn't do it without you. Please continue to share this podcast with friends and family and take a moment to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Sandra Bargeman on the edge of every day. And if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. I'm so happy you found me on the edge. Please, everyone, feel free to ask questions in the chat during our conversation, and my guest and I will do our best to answer them. And of course, I urge you to check out my podcast, my past episodes of the podcast with my inspiring guests. You can find them on talkradio.nyc, on your favorite podcast platforms, and on my YouTube channel. Again, that's Sandra Bargeman on the Edge of Every Day. This show, this show, it's about pushing boundaries and exploring rough edges through conversations and shared stories with friends and colleagues. It's my hope that we can begin to understand our edges. And what I mean by edges is those places where we are fearful, those places where we are resistant to change, those places where paradoxes and contradictions live in our beliefs and in our understandings, both about ourselves and about the world around us. Listen, we live in edgy, tumultuous times, and people are complex. The more we recognize our own edges and get real about them, the more we can help others to do the same. And that, I fully believe, can help to change the world. So thanks again for tuning in. And without further ado, it is time to introduce our guest this week. John Cottrell is originally from Oakland, California, and now resides in Salt Lake City, Utah. John is formally educated in clinical psychology, having earned a Master of Science and PhD from Pacific Graduate School of Psychology in Palo Alto, California. As a clinical psychologist, John has a broad range of experience, including child and adolescence, adolescent psychotherapy, drug and alcohol treatment, psychological and neuropsychological testing, and group couples therapy. John has always been fascinated with fitness. While still working as a psychotherapist, John taught fitness classes ranging from weightlifting to hip-hop dance aerobics adding yoga to his fitness routine in 2000. He's been able to use his education in psychology and his devotion to fitness 
and yoga to understand and offer the benefits of a mind-body connection. As a certified yoga instructor, personal trainer, and sports nutritionist, John offers a variety of ways to create healthy living. John also started his own business, Embody, in 2008 and offers yoga therapy as a certified yoga therapist. Nutrition coaching, personal training, private and group yoga lessons, workshops, and retreats. Embody also offers its own men's yoga clothing line designed by John and marketed to studios on a national level. John's latest venture has been in writing. He just self-published his second book, Some More Yoga, Please. It complements his first book entitled Yoga with Intention, A Yogic Life Journey from Awareness to Honoring. Welcome, John Cottrell. Thank you so much, Sandra. Oh, wow. This is wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, it is such a pleasure. You are a burst of warmth and sunlight and wisdom. And I'm so excited that I, I, you popped to mind. Well, I'm going to tell you how, how it all happened. I, so I like to share with my guests, how I, uh, with my listeners, how I know my guests and John and I met, I was interviewing him for uh, a staff, a series of videos that we were creating for a place that both John and I work within. It's a wellness center, perfect fit virtual wellness. And it's run by a mutual friend of ours, actually a college friend of mine, David Corder. So shout out to perfect fit, shout out to David Corder. But, but as an introduction for me to come into the group, I came in as what we eventually call the life anatomy leader, more of the, the spiritual take on, on the mind-body connection. And you came in as a virtual yoga instructor. And I interviewed as a means of getting to know me through the interviews, as well as the staff. We, David and I set up interviewing any, everyone, and I had a marvelous conversation with you absolutely marvelous that I revisited recently. I forget why. And I thought, ah, I have to invite John on the show. And so here you are. That's fantastic. Well, again, thank you so much for having me. I, and I love that we had that connection, our initial connection through David, a, you know, a wonderful mutual friend and, and how this really just kind of developed. And I think it really has transpired in the way that it was supposed to happen, just manifested this way. Indeed, 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 indeed. And uh, so David's Place, Perfect Fit, is is a, a membership communities. And the, the staff is uh, it, primarily from that area, but also from outside that area. And yeah, we, we had a marvelous connection indeed. And I also had the great pleasure of getting a yoga therapy session with John and his warmth and wisdom and insight was palpable. It jumped out of the screen. And I love how cool you are with teaching online. I mean, you know, this is that silver lining we talked about in that interview about COVID and things going online. And uh, you're back teaching in person though. Yes. 
I am teaching in person and but I'm, I continue to teach online because those students that were taking my classes online, you know, they were, you know, as things were starting to shift, you know, they were worried like, John, are you going away? Because these were students that were not in my area. They're from, you know, different states and different areas of the country. And they didn't want to lose that connection. I said, oh, yes, I'll continue do the, doing these online. And so I have all through through this. And just to make it clear to your listeners, you know, Sandra and I did this yoga therapy session online. I typically do them in person. I do them in person and I do them online and ours just happened to be online. Yeah, totally. It was fantastic. And you inspired me as I shared with you. And I'm sure many of our listeners, well, some of them, certainly that you would think with my mystical musings and leanings that yoga would just be a natural fit for me, but it has not. And I have not gravitated towards it. And and I, I'm more of a throb to the disco beat kind of gal, and uh, which you and I also share. We uh, do. So it was really great to, you really ignited something in me in terms of wanting to uh, pursue yoga. And again, it's your, your warmth and insight and your, the connection with the mind and the body and all of the depth questions that you asked. So I'm going to dive in with this first question that I'm totally loving using. I, I, I was asked this question and I actually also heard it on someone else's podcast. And I just thought it was fantastic, particularly I'm attracting the guests that I'm bringing on. I have do a variety of things. They merge a variety of things. And so I like to ask people this question out of the gate. What identity do you lead with what identity do you lead with oh wow isn't that isn't that interesting and there's so many directions you can go with that oh and yeah and it's been fascinating to watch how people have worked their answer out as they've given it it's really a, a cool question it is a cool question what identity do I lead with? Well, you know, as a psych, uh, a psychotherapist, as a yoga instructor, as a fitness person. Well, and it's funny because those are like titles. Those are things that mm-hmm. I do, but I'm but not sure. Not that you lead with. It, it's not what I necessarily lead with. Mm. It's gosh, this is a tough one. Well. <laughs> But I'm leaning towards, I don't know, it seems a little vague, but it, it leads, it leans towards just how I show, how I show kindness, how I want to show my love and appreciation for someone. And I say that because I think I recently discovered, I, you know, a little bit more about how, what my love language is and how I show my appreciation and love for people. And that's through cooking and baking. And so, yeah. And so I find so much joy when I'm in the kitchen making up a batch of cookies or something. And, and I get to share that with my closest friends and family. Mm. And I think, so I, I think that's what I lead with. Even if I don't have that plate of cookies, I, I, I think I would hope I still have that same kind of presence. Yes, that's exactly the word. You lead with presence. With, you know, when I'm with people as if I had that plate of cookies. 
Oh, I love it. Let's break bread, not break bread. Let's break cookies together. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, you know, and my answer, I, I last week, um, I had somebody who asked that back to me. And uh-huh. my answer shifted um, from the first time I had said it. Um, I, I said, I probably lead with my comedy, the comedian first. And I probably, then I, I would lead with a, more of the spiritual leader or uh, wisdom keeper or portion of myself mm-hmm. but i but i really got to I, I really last week really got that i think really i lead as an edge walker Ooh, yeah somebody who who it's not by accident that i've clued in on the edge of every day that i and i've really come to see how that's a deep platform for me that's really how i view the world and that liminal space between the shadow and the light and and liminal that's a so this this is the story in our pre-chat this is a story i wanted to share so a friend of mine came over for brunch yesterday mm-hmm. and she's a new friend and she said you know you you live in liminal spaces and she doesn't I was shocked that she said that to me. And I said, I, I actually said that in the chapter that I wrote for, uh, I contributed a, a, a chapter to a, a book on the shoulders of mighty women. And that's an actual sentence in it. And it dawned on me. I thought of this while she said that. And I was explaining to her that indeed I, I do. And I relate very much to liminality, which is not, not who, not the way who you were before, and not who you are to be. It's this liminal space in between. And I view, and I thought of you. I thought of your work as a psychotherapist and as a yoga instructor. That, in these conversations that we have, we want transformation. Ritual is that liminal space, but it's the same in all of the work that we do, that liminality. So we're going to have to go to break, our first break. And I, because I've mentioned ritual and I've been recalibrating, wanting to add ritual into each episode, I'm going to finish out this particular section with a a beautiful invocation. It's a riff on the one that I did last week, but I've added some more on John's behalf. You who are as vast as the universe and you who are as personal as a heartbeat, help me always to speak the truth, to listen with an open mind when others speak, and to remember the peace that may be found in silence. The wisdom of the universe is truth, and this wisdom and truth flows through me. Help me to be a person of truth in all that I do and in all that I say. Today, tonight in this conversation, and always, open my heart and understanding to the wisdom of both the light and the shadow. To honor the space of the liminal, to honor the edges of every day. Open the gate of consciousness through the beauty and power of our voices and allow each of us to be seen 
and heard more fully. And so it is. So that is completely, that completely speaks to the presence with which you walk in the world. It's beautiful. So we're going to jump to break, folks. And when we come back, we're going to dive full on in into yoga therapy and all the incredible work that John Cantrell is putting out into the world. When we come back on the edge of every day, stay tuned. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. with yoga therapist John Cottrell. And we're going to dive right into yoga therapy, what it is. But before we do that, I do want to hear how you discovered yoga. Tell us that story and your desire to teach and then move into that big aha moment when you merged, you you saw how to merge your psychotherapy work with yoga. Wonderful. You know, I think yoga was an accident. <laughs> yes, a brilliant, I brilliant. I know because you are a throb to the beat of the, the you know, in, and you're, you're, oh, yeah. I love your whole story about theater. Yeah, share that with us. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, from Oakland, as you said in my in, in the introduction, moved to Salt Lake City to do my psychology internship with the intention of actually going back to California, but I ended up staying here and, and really everything has really emerged and evolved wonderfully while being here 20 some odd years. Part of that was, you know, working as a psychologist uh, full time 
And, but like, like you, you know, it was in theater way back when, dancing, singing, choreography, the whole bit. And then there was, you know, then there was dance aerobics, jazzercise and all of that fun stuff. Yeah. And so I really got into that. And while in Salt Lake City, I found this little gym and they were offering some really fun kind of dance aerobic classes. And that's kind of my gym experience. Like that's what I would go to the gym to do was go to these aerobics classes because they were dance classes and loved them. Well, this little gym that I was going to was offering these classes. And um, I actually eventually began teaching there and just teaching these um, uh, music inspired weightlifting classes. And while I was there as an instructor, the owner started teaching yoga on Saturday mornings. I thought, hmm, that seems interesting. I knew kind of what yoga was about (laughs) and was very curious. And so I took a class and I was instantly in love with it. And here's why. Captured. It it was because it, it reminded me so much of dancing. It was a flowing, moving class it felt like choreography to me and it just mm-hmm. felt like home to me. Mm-hmm. And so I was instantly in. So yeah. I just started practicing. I just went, I went and taught my class and then I did this yoga class. And, and I, I did that for about a year, about a year and a half. And, and one of the instructors said, John, you're, you're really quite good at this. You should be, you should be a yoga instructor. And again, not knowing much about yoga and how to become a yoga instructor, not that I was really any, I was interested, but I thought, don't you have to go to India to become a yoga instructor? <laughs> I really thought that. And they said, no, you can actually get trained right here in Utah. <laughs> and so I did. Um, so that began my journey of, you know, being a yoga instructor. And I just taught one class a week. I was still working as a psychologist full-time, but then I had my little fun thing on the weekends where I taught my fitness class and I started teaching a yoga class too. Oh, lovely. And then, and then you had your big aha moment where the two merged. The two merged. It was interesting because the way that I visualize it, because I was working as a psychologist, it was one path. Mm -hmm. And then I was teaching yoga and over time I was teaching more classes in various places but they were these two roads Mm. that that ran alongside each other but they did not merge i just saw them as two very separate things until i landed a job running a yoga studio within a fitness facility and so it came with the um you know management and and leading other instructors hiring instructors teaching classes and for the first time I was doing individual lessons. I had always taught group classes. Mm. And so I had an opportunity because we got to do it in this space to do individual one-on-ones. And that's when it clicked that, wait a minute, psychology and yoga actually do merge because what I found that I did with these students is they came into the studio. We sat down just like we would sit down in my psychology office therapy right Mm -hmm. yeah we did a little bit of talk therapy got to learn who they were what they were dealing with what some of their issues were and and then we did yoga from what they were presenting in my head i was imagining what will you know what yoga poses would we do what kind of movements would we do to help address what they were talking about right you know and and so that began that the dim light 
for me at first, the dim light of, wait a minute, yoga is therapeutic. This is therapy. Hmm. (laughs) And the more that I did that, the, the brighter that light got. And, and I really did have an aha. I, I mean, I had an ultimate aha moment, which was, um, I, I had a wonderful opportunity of taking a trip to Peru and working with a shaman. And that's when I really had the aha. It was sent to me. I, like I was just this open vessel and the answer came to me. And the answer to my question of what am I going to do with this? What, what's my next step in this journey? And it became, became so clear to me. It's like, you need to move away from that corporate uh, identity and move into what you are really meant to do and, be, and do yoga therapy. And at the time, I called myself a yoga life coach. And that's, that's when the light was so bright. And I shifted my career plan shifted away from the formalities of psychology and went towards yoga life coaching and eventually yoga therapy. So you're not, you're not doing any kind of uh, psychology at all, formal at all? No, no. no not it's, all formal... funneled, it's all funneled into this merging um, system. So Absolutely. what are some of the, uh, just for, for the people who, who may not understand specifically uh, mm-hmm. how, psychotherapy works and what the the mission of psychotherapy as i understand it and you of course will elaborate on this is is really the whole body like the edge of every day really the the whole body the understanding of both the shadow and the light and and, and the whole overall you know both the positive and the negative if you will and 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 how is the mission of how does it really align in in specific ways and what right. do you bring to mm. some of your sessions that that make it not like normal that's specific to you it's not like a normal yoga session right well yoga therapy you know i it really is a holistic approach to dealing with the the individual and what they might be dealing with and in the components that you might find in kind of traditional or standard yoga therapy would be breath work, okay, pranayama, breath work, learning how to breathe, because that's a great tool for helping with anxiety, for example. Right. Teaching someone to breathe properly and take, you know, deep of breaths. Course. So breathing, asana, which is postures and movement. And that's a big piece because you are using your body. And I think that's one of the main things that's quite different from perhaps more the more Western way of, that we do therapy, where you might be, you know, sitting in an office or a space and you're just talking. It's talk therapy. There's not any, you know, there's no body movement typically. Right. right? And no body speaking. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and so when there's this movement and this flowing aspect in yoga therapy, it opens up a whole new you know, language and voice Mm -hmm. for the body to speak. Um, There's other components. So we've got um, movement, breath work, Ayurvedic medicine. And that might be um, just really just to make it simple, just your diet, what you eat, what you ingest. Mm -hmm. And because all of these components are very, uh, you know, they're, they're holistic. They work together in unison and 
put in, into the right kind of recipe, so so to speak, you know, people can make some wonderful progress. Now, and, and in psychotherapy, is it, do, do they lean more towards drugs? So medicine, so food is the drug of choice with yoga therapy as opposed to um, more drugs that we would stereotypically think would be uh, prescribed. Exactly. I would even say, yes. Yeah, so if, so if diet is talked about, then what you ingest food. Yes. And I would, but even just the movement, um, the breath work, I consider that medicine as well. Cause when I work with my students and clients, I prescribe using air quotes here, I prescribe movement. I prescribe breath work. That's their, that's the thing that they take home with them and practice and use at home. That's their medicine. Mm -hmm. And they do that daily. So how is, how, how is this yoga therapy really? Cause your background in mental health, this is what, what intrigues me so much about yoga therapy is that you are combining this mental health, intense mental health work with your yoga, which is Probably every yoga instructor uh, or, or fitness instructor believes to a certain extent they're doing that, of course. But with your training, it just is extraordinary. So how are you dealing with specifically with, with clients with trauma, per se, or large grief or, uh, you know, addictions? Right. Um, what I bring to the table, and I think, and I'm quite fortunate because I do have this psychology background. Mm. And so I really use a lot of the Western, you know, parts of therapy in my, in this Eastern tradition of yoga and using yoga therapy. And so when I'm working with someone, um, uh, let's say it's trauma, like early childhood trauma, for example, um, one of the main questions that I'll continue to ask but also that's kind of floating around in my head is as they're speaking and just, you know, and describing what they're feeling, I, I often ask, where is, where does that show up in your body? Mm. Where does that show up in your body? What does it feel like? And, you know, and just really get into the nitty gritty of that. Cause that helps me, it helps us really to identify, you know, um, what the core issue is, we can really understand what that sensation is. And then we shift to the yoga, yeah. whether it's breath work or asana, the postures, because the postures, they all have meaning and, and, and it's medicine. And so I can, we work with these, the signal pieces, a yoga pose, a yoga movement, a breath exercise to start to understand yeah. the issue, the core issue. Wow. Well, and, you know, I mean, in terms of it's diseases that, that, that are sparked from depression, from trauma, from addiction, from all of the, the mental health issues that we face and to be able to engage the body in a way that it also speaks, as you said, it also has a voice and that, that you can be, stave off those things, not only for the mind, but for the body. This is absolutely fascinating. We've got to go on a break, but when we come back, we will pick it up. We will hear all about M-Body and John's books and continue to tease apart this mental health combined with yoga. When we come back with our guest, John Cottrell, On the Edge of Every Day. Stay tuned. 
Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. And we are back with John Cottrell. So uh, real quick plug. Um, I just hearing um, uh, in those commercials, um, Dismantle Racism podcast with Dr. TLC. Um, For those of you listening in, you'll recall that I had her on my show. We had a fantastic conversation about dismantling racism. She's got her own show on talk radio on Thursdays at 11 a.m., Go to my YouTube channel, Sandra Bargeman, On the Edge of Every Day, and you can access that conversation. And I'm going to be on her show on Thursday, December 15th. That's Dr. TLC with Dismantle Racism. Check us out. It's going to be a fantastic conversation. So, but now we're back with the glorious John Cottrell. So, um, you know, without overstepping confidentiality, um, you know, is there a particular case in point that you can share with us that that where yoga therapy ex- exceeded your expectations or really was a stunning um, session or group of sessions? Yes, absolutely. When I think about it in general, comparing what I do now as a yoga therapist compared to just being a, a psychotherapist in a more traditional sense, you know, I was working in substance abuse treatment and the clients that I had, I was working with them literally for years, years. They come week after week after week and saw them, you know, every week for years, literally. And, and they made progress, but it was very slow progress, but it was progress. When I made the shift to yoga therapy, because of this more holistic component in the moving part of it. Yes. Even folks that were coming with pretty significant issues, relationship, jobs, 
substance abuse, trauma, I would see them maybe five or six times. And then we'd, there'd be, there'd be a start, a middle and an end after those Mm -hmm. six sessions, they felt, and I felt that they had enough tools to take with them and, and move forward. And I, and I think it's because of the prescription of try this at home, try these yoga poses at home, try these breathing exercises at home. The intention with all of this, and I want to make this clear as far as what I think I bring to the table as a yoga therapist is my intention is to help someone, whatever the issue might be, to clear their path. There's a type of meditation called Vipassana. And Vipassana means to see things clearly. And that's, I think, my intention, to help people see their lives clearly, to see the truth in who they really are. But we're blinded by so many obstacles. And I always put my hands in front of my face to, to visualize that. Yeah. And, and But we walk in our world as if that's normal. And so with the yoga therapy work and just yoga in general, I'm helping people to pull the curtain to the side, to drop that veil, to break down those walls so that the light can shine in and they can see their path clearly. They see who they are for who they really are, the truth of who they are. And and when they have that perspective, that new illuminated perspective, they, they have, they're so empowered and, and, and not that the trauma goes away or that the depression completely goes away. They just now have tools that help manage it. Yes. They're able to just put it aside. So it's not distracting. Yes. So they can move forward. Beautifully said, beautifully shared. Thank you. So how have you been changed by this work, John? I've learned so much Mm. from the people that I work with. And it really did start with the substance abuse treatment work that I did. It really taught me about the human condition and how and what we do as humans to feel good, to feel better. And although I was working with heroin addiction, opiate addiction, and having never done that myself, but we were the same. You know, it just made me think of, well, what do I do to cope? What do I do to feel better when I'm anxious? What do I do to feel better when I'm feeling sad and overwhelmed? What do I do when I've experienced trauma? What are my coping skills? We're all the same. We all have coping mechanisms. And so it's really opened my eyes to, you know, really look at, well, what do I do? How do I take care of myself? And does it work? Mm. Because maybe some things that I did as a teenager or, you know, a younger adult, yeah, it probably worked back then. But if I try to use those same strategies today, there's no way. (laughs) And so it's helped me to, you know, see things more clearly, what's more appropriate and and healthy for me Mm. um, each and every day. And, and I think what I do, I think reflects that, uh, you know, I like healthy eating. I love playful eating. 
baking, like baking cookies, <laughs> right? Um, and, and even indulging in the things that I love, um, but also paying attention to, is that serving me? Is that serving me in a healthy way? Mm. It's keeping my path and vision clear. Because if I can live this way, I know that I can pass that on to friends, colleagues, and the students and clients that I work with. Absolutely. Indeed, you do. You passed it along to me. <laughs> so let's 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 talk about Embody and your books. So um, let's dive into Embody. What, yeah. what was what was the impulse for that? And 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 what's the story around that? Yeah. Well, Embody in the my brand in the business. And he spells it M body. Yeah. It's the letter M B O D Y. Embody. And so people say, what is that? Embody? Embody? <laughs> <laughs> I said, just say the just say it. <laughs> like embody. Oh, embody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, that was part of the vision quest in um, in, in Peru. Peru. Wow, I love it. Yeah, I I had the name and I was using it for something else, and I can't even remember why how I even thought of it and used it. But I was using it for something else. But when and when all <laughs> this was coming, you know, to fruition, I thought, what can I call this? And I just used embody and just kind of snagged the you know snagged the name. Right. Um, and at first it was just, it was yoga, yoga life coaching, which turned into yoga therapy, yoga classes, retreats, et cetera. And eventually I did, I did write a, I wrote a book and the book is yoga with intention, a yogic life journey from awareness to honoring. With the, I love with the, that title. Thank you. With, with the main focus on that first part, yoga with intention, mm. you know, really stepping onto your mat with an intention why are you here why are you here and do so you the, feel that there's not a book like uh, pardon me for interrupting a book like I, i'm intrigued why you felt compelled to write a book about the yoga experience and and but i would rest assured that it's because of your take with the mental health and the psychotherapy i really wanted yoga to be approachable i wanted it you felt i wanted like I wanted it to be something that anyone could do, even if you thought you couldn't do it, even if oh. you never stepped into a yoga studio, mm. um, that it was something that you could integrate into your life. And that's what yoga with intention is. It's really like, it's a, it's a short, small, easy book. It's more like a handbook. It's one of these books where you can just kind of open up to any page and it has kind of a, a life lesson. Um, or circumstance, a life circumstance, a real life circumstance that someone might be dealing with. Like, I'm stressed over a business meeting. I've got a lead or whatever. What do I do? <laughs> right? right. So that's the life circumstance. And then I provide just a short little exercise. You know, it might be a little, like a little breathing exercise that I explain and, um, you know, uh, and give the instructions on how to do it, or it might be a yoga pose, just one yoga pose, and I describe how to do it and maybe some of the benefits. Mm. And it 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 literally should only take you like three minutes to do the whole thing. And Perfect so it's just for the this, busy lifestyle. For the busy lifestyles, for the everyday person that you mm. can just open up this book. Oh, here's a great little thing. Oh, I can integrate this into my life. Yeah. 
So that's the intention. It's fantastic. Of the- and, 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 and I, I, because yoga does need that. People do, it does have a bit of a, a, a thing around it, a bit of a vibe around it. You're absolutely right. Um, and, and the therapeutic understanding that you bring to it, I'm, I'm sure shines through in the writing and, and then shines through in the next book that you just completed. Correct. What's the name of that? It's it's uh, some more yoga, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I like that. Like, so, can I have some more yoga, please? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so it's really it's a compilation, actually, of uh, articles I was writing, and I still write yoga articles, um, blog posts, things like that, and they range from you know learning about yoga history, yoga philosophy, you know, just what is yoga to, you know, how to do certain poses, how do you do downward facing dog, you know, what's, you know, what's cat cow, you know, just these odd little things. And then, and then these same kind of life applications. Um, For example, like, I think one of the articles is um, yoga for a pregnant woman who has restless leg syndrome. Like, whoa, pretty specific, (laughs) right? And, and so I developed a a short practice on, you know, some yoga poses that a pregnant person could do with restless leg syndrome. Wow. That's fabulous. (laughs) I should have my, you know, I I have uh, two people in my life. They're not pregnant, but they do have restless leg syndrome. Have them check it out. Yeah. So this is, it's just a compilation of articles I, I wrote over a period of two years, I think. And, and it just, like I said, it just ranges from all these things. So you can just kind of thumb through and, and like, Ooh, this seems interesting. What's this about? And, you oh, know, I love just, it. I love yeah. it sort of, and, and allow the, the, what you need to hear to emerge. Yes. And both of these books you can find on Amazon right now, but they're going to be put on your website. I read that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And your website is John That's two T's. And two L's and, two dot com. L's. and also embody.com. Yes. Yes. Embody.com is actually my men's yoga clothing line. Which we're going to get to when we come back from our break. Your fabulous clothing line that I told you I wanted to get a pair of those shorts. Uh, <laughs> yes. We need to take a short break, folks. But when we come back, we'll hear about John's beautiful clothing line And we'll talk about what's on his leading edge and where you can find him on the edge of every day. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. 
you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Chipping around, kick my brain to the ground. These are the days it never And we are back with John Cottrell talking about yoga therapy and embody clothing. Embody clothing. <laughs> so tell us, tell us about this clothing line. What was the inspiration for it and 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 what is the the mission behind it? Right. Well, embody.com and embody the clothing line. It's wow, I think I think we're in its 12th year. And so about 12 years wow. ago, I yeah, I, I remember teaching at a studio and um, I remember someone coming up to me, a student came up to me and said, hey, where can you get men's yoga clothing? And at the time I was like, well, you know what? There's not much out there um, as far as I've, I've seen. You know, there's a few websites um, that you can get men's clothing because everything was really geared towards women. Right. And and a friend of mine that was happened to be... He, be listening in and he heard this conversation and he came up to me and said hey john if you have any interest in actually creating a, a clothing line i have some connections uh, i know someone who has um, a company that manufactures and builds clothing sports clothing and so you might want to have a conversation with them and i was like sure why not you know what can i lose yeah, yeah, and yeah. so i had the conversation it really inspired me i was like well how do you how do you even design clothing and and she said, um, well, just show me, tell me what inspires you. What do you like to wear? And I said, well, I like comfortable shorts and I like tank tops and I like muscle shirts. And like, okay, well, let's, let's create something together. And that's really how it all evolved. And so M-Body, it's a men's clothing line, but anyone can really wear it. Yeah. Um, but I really wanted to target men because at the time, not many men were practicing yoga and like I said, there wasn't many sites where you could buy men's yoga clothing specifically. Um, and so I wanted to have something for guys. <laughs> um, and I wanted it to be comfortable, functional, and affordable. A lot of yoga clothing is expensive. Oh, good grief. Affordable. Yeah. I wanted it to be functional where you could wear it to the gym. You could wear it to a yoga class. You can wear it out on the town. It didn't, doesn't look like yoga clothing. Right. It's just some cool shorts with some pockets, a nice tank top. And it's not with flashy designs and anything. They're just solid colors. Mm. You can mix and match pretty easily. And that's the line. And it's yeah, just yeah. very gender neutral, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, they sound, it sounds great. Um, and all of this can be found at embody.com. Correct. All right. And folks, this will all be in the show notes. So you don't need, don't feel like you need to write it all down. It'll be all in our show notes. Okay. 
So I love, I, I love your, you are a walking edge of every day with your, your melding of these Eastern and Western philosophies into a cohesive, and, and yet you're dancing between the two and you've, you've created something that unifies them both. As Jung would say, uh, the dance between polarities. I just love that. So what edge are you navigating in your life right now, personally? It's really that integration of all the things that I do. Because just out on, on paper, it looks, it looks pretty random. All the things that I enjoy doing, love to do, and I get inspired by so many things. But how is it all related? And so I think part of my edge is trying to keep it all contained so I don't feel so scattered, right? Mm-hmm. I and, know that that problem. <laughs> right? And so, and as of late, which has been interesting, I've been so inspired. I, you know, I talked about clearing, you know, that pathway and having clearer vision. I think I personally experienced that recently and it just opened me up and I've been flooded, literally flooded with ideas and creative ventures. And it's, and it's been this challenge for me to kind of hone it all in and which direction do I go and how many of these things do I really do and, and still have a life, (laughs) right? (laughs) So I recently wrote actually just a couple days ago, I just needed to write it all down Mm. and to, to compartmentalize it, I guess, or to make it a nice container that felt, um, I guess, rational, And, and it really all fits under my Embody brand. When I think about Embody, it's like a wheel with spokes. And the spokes are all the different things that I do. It's the yoga therapy and classes, et cetera. All the very, you know, literal yoga things that I do. Mm. And there's this yoga clothing line, you know, and that's about, you know, bringing perhaps more men to the table around yoga and having more people experience yoga in having something fun to wear the yoga writing the mm-hmm. articles that i write the books that i've put out so it's accessible to people mm-hmm. but i've got these other things too um as far as the writing creating i've been writing and creating mandalas and the mandalas mm-hmm. are just a way to sit and meditate. It's a wonderful way to meditate. Mm-hmm. So I've just published a couple of mandala coloring books. They're on Amazon. I love that. <laughs> and, and here's the little, the other thing I've mentioned, I love baking. I love baking. And I have a website. And it's called One Cake Wonder. And <laughs> perfect. One Cake Wonder. And it's inspired by an uncle of mine, actually my aunt and uncle, they were great cooks. Actually, a lot of my family members are great cooks, but they in particular were wonderful bakers and, and made pound cakes. And so I was inspired. And so I make pound cakes. And so the website, One Cake Wonder, are just pound cakes. 
um, and different flavors and iterations of them. And I said, well, how does this fit in the M-Body brand? Well, of course it does. We want to indulge ourselves in sweetness, <laughs> right? Why not? <laughs> I love it. That's part of the, that M is magic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so yes, I think that's kind of my edge as of late is just how do I kind of bring all of these things together um, so I don't feel so scattered, but it all makes sense. And it's all part of the vision, the mission. And, and it seems like it directs me. It's like, yes, this is, this is the path I'm supposed to be on this. I'm, I'm doing it right. I'm, I'm doing okay. You are doing a lot right, my friend. And I, I, this hour has flown by and I have to get into my closing now, but I'm glad we got to touch on all of these things. You just described one of my three life rules. Paradox. One of my three life rules. The other, paradox. Life is a mystery. Stay open and curious. If we hold the tension between two opposing forces, a third way will emerge that will unite the two original. And that's exactly what you're going through right now with all of your in incredible creative ideas. The second uh, rule is humor. Hello, humor. Keep a sense of humor because we all need it particularly in today's edgy times. And last but not least, change. The only constant in life is change. So learn to accept it. Those are my three rules, John. I so love how it. we've said it before, let's say it again. Where do we find you? JohnCottrell.com. That's embody. right. com. Yes. You also have a kick-ass youtube channel what is that it's embody yoga with john cottrell is that that's it ex that's exactly it yeah, that's it's exactly it. unbelievable people run don't walk i'm going at since my session just a wonderful array of classes on his youtube channel um do you have any last words of nuggets of wisdom for our listeners i'll say one last thing about you know how you can reach me because johncontrol.com is kind of you know kind of the everything but if you are interested in doing like doing yoga therapy want to set an appointment you would go to embody.org and so Ooh, that's a okay. it's a scheduling system so you can set up a session with me got it nuggets of wisdom i have to reiterate what you mentioned it's just sense of humor um... have a sense of humor Go in it with a smile. Don't take things too seriously. And your, yourself, first and foremost. Right? Oh, my gosh. And just laugh. Mm. Just enjoy life. This is all we've got. <laughs> Make the best of it. Enjoy it. Clear those paths so you can have that truthful uh, experience in this realm that we're in. And just enjoy it. Amen. Beautiful, beautifully said. Well, folks, this is it. John Cottrell, I thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Thank you for sharing your warmth and your wisdom with us this evening. 
It's been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sandra. And thank you to all of my listeners. Remember, you are always at the edge of the miraculous. See you next time. This is our last dance. This is our last dance. This is ourselves under pressure. Under pressure. Under pressure. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.